0: Smacks cast, our pop culture podcast, the cast to keep you up. I'm Sean. And I'm Max. And uh, we're here on a cool um, October day. It's October the 3rd, 2012. And we're recording basically our initial podcast here. And um, what we intend to do is to try to put this podcast out weekly and keep you folks abreast of as much as we can find about things that we love and enjoy. And we know that there are many people out there just like us, you know, basically a world full of geeks, Max. Yeah, man. Um, so Max, um, what's new with you? What have you f- found or discovered that's interesting?
1: Man, a couple of things, uh, specifically, I saw something online this week called the Ouya, which I think uh, word of it's been getting around for a while, but it's a, it's a new video game system uh, that's been funded by Kickstarter. Uh, so it's got, like, oh. a, a price point. Well, first of all, like, Kickstarter. You want to, like, are you familiar? It's where people
0: donate money. Yeah. yeah.
1: People put
0: m- music or film projects out there, etc., just I didn't anything. know they could do it with yeah. games
1: Yeah I mean that's the thing I think you can put anything out there It could be like the uh, Watch me pick my nose You know for, <laughs> And then if somebody wants to throw money at it I mean it's got to be To be successful It's got to be something That somebody wants to put money into Right But I mean it, it You put whatever amount Like Kickstarter uh, That's
0: so that's so cool man People yeah. can help people well, You like, know get their get their shit going like that
1: Yeah well and uh, there's a, There's an album that just came out Not that long ago By <clears throat> Amanda Palmer Who's the chick from the Dresden Dolls And that's Neil Gaiman's wife Oh uh, yeah, who, you know, of course, wrote uh, the Sandman, but also wrote uh, right. an episode of Dr. Oh, the Cemetery uh,
0: that that children's book that he put out. That um, oh, the graveyard book, yeah the he's graveyard done a ton of book, stuff. not the uh, cemetery book, man. Coraline, Sorry, yeah, my just, apologies, cool. Master Gaiman. He's yeah, awesome. no, it is his version of the Jungle Book, you know, but <laughs> yeah. just with
1: ghosts and stuff. But he wrote Announcy Boys and uh, yeah, which was awesome. Yeah. And uh, I just heard they're gonna American do... Gods, yep, which yep. supposedly was gonna be an HBO show at one point. We'll That's see if that fucking ever awesome. It's
0: a great book.
1: So and then, uh, so she put out an album that was funded by Kickstarter, and I think she wanted to. If I'm trying to remember how much money she wanted to raise, but it was like X amount. She ended up raising like, you know, a million plus dollars, which doesn't necessarily cost to put out an album. Yeah. (laughs) So she puts out the album, right? Which is, you know, it it got good reviews and everything. But there's a big backlash from independent musicians in like the Seattle area and just in general. uh, Like, what are you doing with that extra money? Right. you know like the fans right. give all this money at you to make an album Yeah, what uh you know where does the rest of it go right. how, how honorable is the use of that money cause
0: isn't some of that donated it's not just donated by um you know People that she doesn't know, you can also start the chain going with family and friends.
1: Yeah, totally. Or for her, People like that if you're know. famous, you just throw it on your Facebook and say, like, hey, anybody, or your Twitter, yeah, or whatever, you. you know, just say, hey, man, fans, fun. But you have thing to be all.
0: accountable. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: that's the thing. So, I mean, that's there's a big issue of accountability going around right now with Kickstarter, which I also thought was interesting. Uh, so to get back on track with Ouya, or, uh, Ouya, I think. <laughs> uh, it's a weird name. <laughs> How's it spell? It's, it's supposed to be, like, Booyah, but with... No I booyah. think you're right. Uh. Or, Ouya. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, they were trying to raise a million dollars. They ended up raising three in, like, a matter of days. Ooh. Uh, and they had, like, different price points where, like, you could, uh... Donate twenty five dollars, and you got like a, a placard that said you were you know on the ground floor, and then you donate fifty bucks, and you got that and some stickers and some other stuff, you know. But what? if you donated a hundred or a hundred plus, you these are all get... physical items that they were sent or or that they will send, you know, upon release right. of a game system or something. Or if you donated a hundred dollars, which is the projected price point for the the game system itself, like they would send you the game system upon release like you'd be among the first people to get the Ouya uh, which is cool because I mean that's a low cost and if they have stuff like streaming video and things like that it's going to be right. probably partially successful just because it's cheap Absolutely. Uh, but all the uh, all the screenshots and stuff online right now are kind of vaporware which is you know they're just computer projections of what they think it's going to look like so it looks sort of realistic but I don't think it's an actual photograph of an item right. but it looks like it's supposed to be the size of a Rubik's cube and it's going to
0: the system? Yeah, which is really? it's pretty
1: cool. I mean, like an Apple TV or something, too. You know, you get that little yeah, box. Yeah. And there we are. Um, but as far as I know, they don't have, like, Netflix or anybody like that signed on for it now. It's it's going to run on an Android platform, which is sort of weird. Uh, like, that works for phones and mobile mobile systems. Dude, and stuff can you like imagine that.
0: a gaming system the size of a Rubik's Cube? How much space that would save?
1: Right. Well, and the, the, the tricky thing is how much space it's going to have, which is, I think, like 8 gigs or something, which is not that much when it comes to games. So it's it's... So you're saying it would it would all be
0: the way they're looking at setting that up is most of the games would be downloadable content like yeah totally like no new discs
1: no anything no uh, yeah it's all going to be downloadable there's gotcha. no room to put in a to put in anything and that I mean the good thing about it the the ideal thing about it is that uh, it's it's you know ultimately hackable and uh, yeah. you know it's it's made for people who want to create games for a television and not just like a mobile Platform and and don't really have a way in, like don't you know have a big have a name at Xbox or don't want to go through any of these big like game producers. So, yeah, I mean, but you
0: remember the mini disc, dude? I was thinking. Right. <laughs> dude, yeah,
1: that was, that. Yeah. It came and it went, and you know, yeah, had a shorter lifespan. It than went Betamax, faster dude. than it came. Yeah, uh, Betamax last. Kind of like longer, man,
0: you know. My wife says recently in our 23 year marriage.
1: Oh. She, oh,
0: bum, bum, bum. right on. Uh, <laughs>
1: hey, man, you know. <laughs> you're yeah. still a young man Max <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta get in where you fit in man yeah. oh uh, shit alright but uh, yeah so I mean it it sounds cool yeah, but I've read a, a couple of sides to the argument or not to the argument but I just uh, initially I read about it and I'm like dude that's awesome that sounds so cool I have a hundred bucks I can totally throw at that you know I'm gonna get it right when it comes out Yeah. You know, right after the first you thought about it. doing it yeah like immediately because I'm like that's mm-hmm. awesome man that's gonna be the shit yeah uh, and as people jump in you know they had uh, somebody they give them a few launch titles like SquareSoft is involved, and those are the dudes that make like Final Fantasy, yeah, like, these classic RPG. For games. real? But it's just a, as far as I can tell, it's just a port of Final Fantasy three, like an updated Final Fantasy three, which initially came out with like you know, eight bit graphics on the Nintendo, I think, or on the SNES, if I remember right. right. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, and they've updated it more recently, so you can get like an iPod app, yeah. or an you know an iPhone app or whatever that, that is that. So it's basically going to be that on your TV. So graphically, it's going to look. Well, shit, okay. man, have you ever
0: seen Infinity Blade for the iPhone?
1: Yeah, man, that's written by Brandon Sanderson, dude. The dude who's, like, writing the, who's finishing up uh, Wheel of Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Because I have I have that on my iPhone, and I just couldn't believe the graphics.
1: Yeah, that's supposed to be one of the cooler ones out there. I haven't played it yet, but it's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's awesome. Amazing. It eats up a lot of space, though, I'll tell you right. what, I don't know.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing, with only 8 gates, like, how, how, how big is your... How big is your iPhone? And
0: and pardon me if I, you know, if my my 42-year-old brain put the car in reverse, but did you say, I know you said it's an 8-gig system, but is this expandable, upgradable? Is there room at this time, do they know if they're going to be able, if you're going to be able to, like, add... I memory didn't, cards, I memory didn't it, But
1: you got to be able to like you can't put out something with eight gigs. Like that's the minimal <laughs> iPod or iPhone that you can buy. That's like think, stepping you know? into
0: the TARDIS and going back to right. Atari. Yeah, man,
1: that's <laughs> that's like uh, I don't know the the space that a you know Windows three point one computer would hold compared to right. I mean, we have like terabyte drives and stuff now. So like we, an you know,
0: Apple two C.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, like playing Oregon Trail on the green screen. So, oh shit, you know, so, Oregon Trail. You did uh, not. And trying not to get dysentery, but like, uh, or, or diarrhea, which was always the worst. Yeah, uh, hey, if it
0: starts with D, avoid it at all right. costs. Captain
1: Kirk has gotten diarrhea. <laughs> like, it, yeah, man. So, oh I mean,
0: hell, it, it, he did not mention Oregon Trail on our podcast. We're talking about. Right. So what's um. As far as the Kickstarter, so they've got the funds to do this. Do they Absolutely. have any kind of uh, timeline for a possible release? Or it's supposed is to it... be in
1: March. So, like, sometime this spring, some people should be receiving Ouya's and then reviewing it. So I'm not going to be the first guy to jump in on it. Did you put it, you
0: the know. money down already?
1: No, no, Oh, problem. yeah. Because initially, I mean, like, my gut was like, yeah, new video games, you know, uh, yeah. outside the system. It's going to be awesome, you know, but, yeah. like... Man, I got I got to hold off. I got to get reviews. I can't I can't buy into anything <laughs> uh-huh. for hundred bucks uh-huh. without knowing what I'm jumping into. Even though that's a great price point, I got to hold off. But although anyway, dude is,
0: eventually it might wind up like the Betamax, it'd make a hell of a right. good looking paperweight. Right, look good sitting on your shelf. Say so I had the
1: Ooyah. Imagine it streams because like uh, you can get something like a Roku box or whatever even if you don't have any other thing to stream Netflix to your TV with you yeah. can get something that does pretty much specifically that and streams like Hulu and a couple of feeds and things like that so I mean if if you have if they got Netflix or Hulu plus or something like that if you knew that like you could you could stream that to your TV and play games it would instantly be worth it for a hundred bucks I think you know what I mean you would have and you could probably stream definitely because when the
0: Roku came out it was right around a hundred bucks yeah yeah
1: And I think it's less so now, but I mean, if you had that with some games, I mean, that alone is worth it, so. Yeah. Um, And everything, like, it's supposed to be uh, a bunch of free-to-play games, which is cool, um, because you see that more and more on PC. Like, of course, uh, every uh, 360 game, every PS3 game is, like, 60 bucks when you buy it, you know? Right. Um, But PC games got all the, it's, it's all about the microtransactions, so, like, (laughs) <laughs> the PC will throw you, uh, like, an entire game for free, and then if you want to buy, like, that special sword or some other stuff, that's when you start throwing money at it, and they make bank. I mean, it it, yeah. <laughs> it pays out. That's why they're able to do it, you know? so I, I mean, wish I
0: was, you know, had the intelligence to run in that business because, you know, there's so many... Those guys just... I don't know. I, of course, every kid that plays video games wants to be a
1: video game designer. Right.
0: You know, spend your day dicking around with video games. I know mm-hmm. my son does, but
1: every kid that plays football wants to play football professionally? But like, how many of them are going to do it? You know. Oh. Uh, but that this didn't. makes that dream, I guess, that much more accessible for somebody. Right. If you can build a game on your own and get it onto people's TV sets, you know, that's pretty awesome. Like, and I get, you know, PS3 distributes stuff that way, and uh, 360 it has a uh, indie game section, so you can get in there and check out games that uh, people have made. I uh, forgot
0: to mention to you a long time ago. I'm a PS3 man. Yeah. I have. The Doctor Who video game downloaded onto my machine. I have yet to play it,
1: but perhaps we need to check that out, Max. Cool, man. Because I haven't haven't been to PlayStation since PlayStation Two. I've had minimal uh, (laughs) PS3.
0: I'm sure there there have been some reviews out there, but we'll 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 do a retro review on the Doctor Who video game next, Max Cast, perhaps. But. Any other news on the Ouya, Max, or is that... that? No,
1: that's pretty I mean, much it so far. I mean, I'm going to try to follow that and just see what uh, yeah. what's going on with it once March hits or whenever it does come out. And you'll know, see what people think of it. We can uh, keep
0: people updated on that for sure. But yeah. as far as, you know, before we move on about, you know, um, Gaiman's wife and the accountability issue. Yeah, dude. Was there what 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 went on with that
1: or? I I don't know. Like the last thing I saw was some uh, you know Seattle uh, independent musician was lambasting her with you know questions as of uh, and I'm not sure who. Um, it just you know what's what's going on with that money. What do you intend to do with it? As to her yeah. response, I don't know. Uh, if you get a chance, Google Amanda Palmer. Uh, we might have to check it out and kind of follow up with that. Yeah. Her album's out, so, I mean, she made something with it. It's not like she just took the money and... Right, and, and it's know. not her fault that people sent that much money. Right, but and that's the thing. You can't control what people, you know, will will send your way. You hope for the best, obviously, but with this kind of fallout, it's it is it does make things tricky. Uh, so I wonder if they're going to end up having some way to measure or quantify, the you know, somebody's accountability... Um uh, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. That'll be kinda yep. interesting too. Well thanks
0: for that update. No. I have a little bit of Hobbit news, dude. Oh, and uh man. yeah, I found this information on the uh the dash it's H T T P colon backslash backslash the dash hobbit movie dot com. And uh it was dated October the second of twelve, so it's pretty pretty recent. Nothing groundbreaking. Basically, there was an interview with Benedict Cumberbatch, one of my favorite British actors, <clears throat> aka Sherlock Baby. Um, he's playing Smog in the new Hobbit movie, and he was interviewed in Total Film Mag, and and they were trying to get some insights from him into playing Smog and what that was like. And I I did not have any idea that he would have to wear the motion suit. Um, kind of like, yeah, like Andy Serkis did, you know, playing Gollum. Yeah, but Gollum's humanoid. That's I know. Right? Okay. I mean, maybe Cumberbatch has been hitting the roids, and he's, you know, he's now a total juicer, and he he's, and he's Mr. Mr. And... Mr. Giant Cumberbatch, right? But yeah, he said he wore the motion suit, and uh, his quote, you know, to quote him, he feels comfortable in his new skin. Right on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, and this is. Kind of a giveaway, not really anything big, but you know, the, hold your breath, folks. Drum roll, he says, you know, because they're, I believe they're splitting this, the Hobbit movie in two parts. they three re- now, man. Three? Yeah,
1: dude. So that's yeah, out of comic con, like it was two, and then uh, apparently Peter Jackson wants to. They had enough extra footage. They're gonna shoot some more middle stuff or whatever. Right. And it's gonna be three films now.
0: Hey, good. Hey, good info, but. He uh, the give this big huge giveaway is that uh, um, he says he thinks his eye will open at the end of the first film. Sweet, and then you get the rest of me in the second.
1: Nice. Which now, I mean, I <laughs> wonder, I wonder if that predates the the being a you know there being a third film.
0: Uh, I'm sure. Well, it was dated October the second, but okay, so they, that's fresh. It, it could have been an older article that they added to their website on October the second. So when was this? Uh, So you said at San Diego Comic Con is when they announced that. That's when they started talking about
1: it. I think since then they've made it official. Uh, shit, that was a
0: couple months ago.
1: Well and the thing is like if it were anybody but Peter Jackson or just you know, some lesser director, it would seem like a total cash grab. But I mean, you know this dude, it's a labor of love for this guy. Like he just likes making
0: And you know H one's gonna be a three hour movie,
1: right? Right. And at first I'm griping about it and I've talked to a couple of people about it just on the job and things like that. And it you know, as much as I kinda groan initially uh, about them turning the shortest of all of these books into three films <laughs> when they already made three individual I, films from the That long-term. is kind of
0: fucked up. But yeah. But when you think about the cast, maybe they're going to do more, maybe they'll do a little bit more character development and you get to see more of the dwarves and, right. you know, maybe a little bit more, because Ian McKellen is going to play Gandalf, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Hugo uh, <laughs> Weaving's back as Elrond. I mean, there's a lot of returning cast. Plus, like, is it going to be awesome? Yes. Am yeah. I going to watch it? Yes. Am I going to love it? very likely like i can't see not so yeah why why not three flicks really right
0: and um when i was a kid actually i read the hobbit before i read the um, you know any of the 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 trilogy return of the king you know fellowship of the ring the two towers etc yeah. so what what's on what's next on your agenda there max what you got any more information for me i'm sure you do
1: oh man well hobbit stuff like uh you know they got uh What's it, Aiden Turner from uh,
0: Being Human? Yeah, maybe he's
1: gonna be one of the dwarves. I think that was kind of cool. I'm still and a little pissed
0: at Aiden. I'm a huge the Being Human fan. Yeah, the dude left Being Human to play a fucking dwarf. No, I'm
1: kidding. Hey, though, man, I, I know mean, I'm a Middle Earth man. <laughs> that right. dude. He's running with like all the all the cool dwarves, and this one's going to be dwarf centric. Like in the last one, you just had Gimli. Have you and seen it? The, they made those got,
0: dwarves look badass. Yeah, and in and the they book, the, they are
1: badass. Yeah. You know? But you do you still envision them as little dudes? Like, and, and they're little dudes, but I mean, they do look yeah uh, like a posse. You well, know, like
0: yeah, I mean, like well, it was it in Fellowship where they went, you know, they went uh, they were standing over Balin's tomb, and when the, when the cave uh, troll shows up and bust into the into the crypt right um only Peter Jackson man cause that was fucking creepy yeah dude. that whole you know so uh,
1: that dude understands like just the the, the he can create horrific. tension yeah absolutely yeah.
0: because you you got the feeling that okay yes Gimli was badass anyway, but these dwarves—you got the feeling that you just didn't want to
1: fuck with them. I mean, they were a bunch of badasses, right? But. And like in this case, like they get a chance to dwarves get a chance to be more badass because, like in the flicks, I think Gimli ended up being the the comic relief in a lot of those scenes. You know what I mean? As much as much as he was somebody, you you probably still like I wouldn't run afoul of that dude. No, uh, I <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't need an axe to the dome. But, oh, uh, I
0: need to show you, man. I've got a buddy that I went to high school with. And I'm sorry, uh, Cast listeners, They, you might actually find this cool. But um, I don't know whether this buddy of mine... I haven't seen him in 25 years, but he went to... Must have gone to a comic and fantasy convention... Because on his Facebook, the dude has pictures with him and his wife with John Rhys-Davies. Nice, man. All right. I know. Uh, Rhys-Davies like... looks totally like he wants to get his hand down Hunter's wife's shirt, man. Yeah, okay. He like...
1: <laughs> he's like, I was in this show called Sliders. You know Let you. me just slide. Yeah,
0: I'm a member of the Royal Shakespeare Company. Yeah. Come here, baby. <laughs> you ever seen
1: Indiana Jones flicks, girl? Bring it. Ah. <laughs>
0: All right, man. What else you got? I'm, I'm while you're, I'm gazing through my, you know, geek magazine while you're, while you're
1: uh, uh, looking at some more additional information here for me. Cool, man. Well, I mean, uh, as far as Peter Jackson's uh, concerned, there's some rumors and stuff online, not totally substantiated, that he, uh, he's being. Uh or is interested in and may very well direct a uh, episode of Doctor Who, man. Oh! Yeah, so this... uh And For so I mean, there's no,
0: no, like,
1: date or... Why no can't they that...
0: lock him into multiple episodes? Like, uh, Toby Woodhouse has done more than one. Right. So, I mean, ideally... He's, ideal, by the way, he's, he's the one that does being here. you know, yeah, he wrote, yeah, yeah, yeah. Created Being
1: Human in the UK. So what it is is the dude, the, the creator of uh, Luther over in the UK with Idris Elba or whatever from The Wire, he's a... Uh, I think he must be a New Zealander or something like that. He knows Peter Jackson because he's attempting to convince this chick, uh, who is a Carolyn Skinner, who's like a producer on Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she Peter was on Jackson, the Comic
0: Con panel. Yeah. Um, Luther's actually one of my favorite British shows as All well. Nice I mean, man. Of course, anything with Idris Elba. Big Arsenal fan.
1: Yeah, man, to do that, like like myself.
0: Um, yeah, I think. You and I have talked about Geek Magazine before. Like I said, there were only two issues out, but obviously all the good full-color magazines are produced in the UK, but um, this Geek Magazine actually has a full comparison of the uh, Snow White and the Huntsman Dwarfs yeah. versus <laughs> versus the Hobbit Dwarfs. And I, I have to say, the uh, Hobbit Dwarfs, they win hands down. I'm trying to know. find the fucking picture, but... You folks out there um, need to get out and pick up this magazine because it's totally awesome. Like the, the most recent volume has The Walking Dead uh, cast on the cover. And uh, it's just, it's, it's, if you, if it's made in the UK and it talks about popular culture, you can count on it being good, full color, and fucking expensive. I'll tell you that. But.
1: Plus, I just saw a little screen grab from uh, Dark Knight Returns, the animated flick, dude. Yep. was so badass. It was so good. Well, one, that is. But oh.
0: magazine has everything from Justified to The Walking Dead to, uh, you know, Resident Evil. Man, it's got everything in it, I swear.
1: And if they pull first, it's Justified. So.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, you know, we mentioned um, just a short, just a par second ago, we were talking about being human. And as far as the UK... Um, Version goes. I got some information off of the uh, BBC.co.uk blogs, and um, it looks like season five filming has started in Barrytown, nice. which I believe that's in Wales. Am I right? I yeah, think yeah, so.
1: Yeah, exactly, I have no idea. I know <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm,
0: yeah, hell yeah, Torchwood baby. Yeah, man. But um, series five has started filming, and I'm a huge Being Human fan, and. Like I said, basically the cast from the original is gone. Or the original cast has been decimated. Right. I mean, uh but I've gotta say I really enjoyed season four and um the new vampire. Um
1: Man, I see I'm way behind. Vampire
0: How, played by Damian Maloney. Yeah.
1: Cool. Oh, you need to I watch get, that. I, I think it, that, that
0: should too. be out on DVD and sometime soon because you know
1: what, I'm I'm like maybe one episode into Season 2 or Series 2, so, I mean, I'm uh, far back still. Yeah, but
0: you're liking what you're seeing, right?
1: Oh, it's great, dude, yeah. Like, I fell off just watching other stuff, but, I mean, I intend to get back into it.
0: And you right. know what? The U.S. version's good, too. I mean, I was skeptical because I loved the U.K. version so much right. that it would just be a copycat, et cetera. But, I mean, Toby Woodhouse had input into the creation of the U.S. version, and they took some of the storylines, and they expanded upon them. They kind of Americanized them, obviously. And right, and there's
1: going to be more content, because the seasons are longer, and things right. like that. But they get a chance to, like, use that setup, and then just tell a new story. Kind of like, yeah. I mean, in the way that, like, Walking Dead, the comic and the show get to tell two sort of separate Absolutely. stories. Absolutely. And it... You just get more.
0: It stands on its own feet, and actually, I have, you know, I have the both versions on uh, DVD, and I'm looking forward to the new seasons coming out, because... I need to loan you season four of the the UK version. Didn't now you're you said you're watching the first two seasons is that on netflix
1: yeah I, I watched at least the first season on netflix and then i watched uh i think the first part of uh, series two on netflix also right uh, series
0: three is out there too isn't it
1: yeah oh well, yeah because it came out on dvd like a year ago which reminded me right. like, i need to get back into this right There, I uh, you sold
0: it to yeah, me buddy. yeah i'm my, sure
1: i did i was like oh dude my buddy it's
0: max it's here. here runs the uh the dvd and uh music section there at barnes and noble so Half the shit I've got on my shelf I've bought from Max, and I'm so, so push it, I, I've been clothing his child, his child, and you know keeping tires on his vehicle. That's right. I'm glad I could do it. But back to the UK version of being human. Also, there was a there's a website called Digital Spy. It was www.digitalspy.co.uk, and on that website they've reported that Russell Tovey, he played George. Yeah, the werewolf on the yeah, uh, and the captain first or
1: the the co-captain or whatever the guy yeah, who piloted the on the Titanic, Titanic yeah, yeah, Doctor Who, and was in Sherlock. Man, how did the Baskerville? Hell yeah! Uh, the new? Have you seen it? Yet? I haven't
0: seen it yet, but I've got
1: it on my shelf. He may or may not have been in Sherlock. The <laughs> Baskerville, uh, probably spoiler not.
0: Spoiler alert! Yeah. But um, yeah, just for your information, folks, this uh, this this whole podcast is going to be spoiler after spoilers, but that's that's how we roll. Anyway, uh, Russell Tovey has put it out there that he wants be a Being Human spinoff created for George and Nina. Nina was played by a Sinead Keenan. You know who Nina is, oh, that right? Was the, the girlfriend, girlfriend? Or, yeah, 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 okay. that worked at the hospital. He wants a spinoff created for George and Nina, the George and Nina characters. And uh, uh, it, the message appears to be official and... And uh, it was posted from his his BBC Three Twitter account, I believe, is what I so it's been I read. verified,
1: And it's really him talking. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, what he said was, "I'm just putting it out there." But how about a Georgian uh, hashtag Nina hashtag Being Human spinoff special? Nice. Uh, and at BBC Three, he wrote. So the in the fifth series, um, I know you're not there, but it. <laughs> It's going to feature a new ghost named Alex, played by Kate Bracken, and I've seen pictures of Kate Bracken, and it makes me, I feel like a dirty old man, but she's just godlike awesome. okay. in appearance. <laughs> but she's going to be appearing alongside Vampire Hal, who I mentioned, Damian Maloney, and Werewolf Tom, uh, who's played by Michael Socha, I think it's pronounced and the new series is set to air in 2013, and I think they're going to do it in the spring. Sweet, I mean, man, I'm going to
1: catch up by then. I've waited.
0: Be, yeah, you it. should be able to. God, it's been a freaking decade since the last one. Yeah, and and,
1: Kate Bracken.
0: Yeah, the pictures that uh, is that Kate Bracken?
1: Uh, not all of them, but uh, that's definitely her.
0: Okay, yeah, because she was um, in the, the, the last series, and how uh, the vampire actually offed her. You know, right but on, okay, so she's going to be around to remind him, uh, nice, you know, uh, what he ha- d-
1: haunting him as it were.
0: And uh, Max, I don't know if you've ever heard of Phil Davis. You said you'd had you seen White or you have it? And you no, I it? own
1: the first, uh, if, if it first and or only series of White Chapel, but I've yet to actually watch it.
0: Yeah, now he, um, With could you the, grab it off Damon my Davis shelf? White up on the top there, right, Phil, right go. Um, that's Phil Davis on the left there. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen him. He was in an episode of Doctor Who. It was in the uh, Roman episode um, where the the volcano. Oh, uh, Pompeii. Yeah, Pompeii. Okay. He played like the uh, one of the. Was he the dude with the psychic
1: powers? Yeah, he oh, had, had the psych- had psychic. The predict. Powers. Yeah, he could predict like things. masticator or whatever. All right.
0: But yeah, he plays a, a detective, and and he played a detective in Whitechapel. But he's going to be in the fifth series of uh Being Human, and he's going to play the sinister Captain Hatch, and this is what they're saying about it on that website, that Captain Hatch is wheelchair-bound, and he's described as bitter, manipulative, obsequious, and cruel,
1: nice, man. <laughs> and
0: embodies the worst inhumanity. I mean, Jesus, that that's a bad mofo. I don't know what...
1: So he's, he's Hitler in a wheelchair. Hitler. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right? Yeah, and they uh, said... I guess when they interviewed Phil, whoever interviewed him for this uh, website that I found said he, he's supposed to be an aged army vet. Also said to be hiding a dark and toxic secret that that uh, should rattle your soul with fear. Oh man! So prepare yeah. for your soul to be rattled. I'm I'm getting it ready. I'm anchor it, right it firmly now. in place.
1: Absolutely, I'm installing brackets.
0: For <laughs> the soul. But that's you know that's good information i'm getting excited about being human actually i'm really sorry about the squeaky chair folks we'll have things rectified eventually we're just going to be so fucking professional you're not going to know what hits you plus but when
1: it's gone you'll miss it man you'll say where's that absolutely at? we're gonna have to get a sound effect for the squeak. yeah just to throw it back in there when we did
0: our first run through it was small children and now it's squeaky chairs yeah um, okay. So it's yeah. something new every week. Paper. There you go. Yeah,
1: background noise. It, yeah. We call
0: it good here at Smacks Cast.
1: Doing a lot of lip smacks in our <laughs> But um
0: so what what else um did you find Interesting this week, Max. Well, man, I, I, I didn't
1: even jot this down, but like I just pulled this off your shelf because it reminded me uh, Joe Hill's horns. Joe yeah. Hill being Stephen King's son and also the author of a badass comic Heart. called Lock and Key. Oh, Lock and Key. Yeah. Um, but also, have you uh, read the Heart shaped box? Yes, Heart shaped box. And then he did, did you read that? Century. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: That was. Fu- and that at the it. time, they didn't announce that he was Stephen King's son. Okay, well, and right, I, I read that book.
1: Little,
0: yeah, I read that book, and I'm first of all, you look at the the picture, and you're like. Dude looks, you know, somewhat familiar. He looks like another author I might know, but you get to reading the book, and, I mean, the writing style is similar to another author, and, you know, tons of pop culture references, like a certain author we know, badass writing style, and uh, a story that basically made my skin crawl, and then... I was not three quarters of the way through when it was announced publicly that he was Stephen King's son.
1: Right, but I liked that he was—he was, he was uh, definitely attempting not to ride the coattails, you know. And it's even though the work's comparable, it didn't feel like he was just aping his dad, you know. Like it felt legit. Yeah. Um, it's I don't know, yeah, Hardshaped Box was awesome, and so and then I read that Twentieth Century Ghost, which is, is a short story collection. Did you read that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you if you haven't read Lock and Key, the the graphic novel series with the I think it's Gabriel Rodriguez. I can't remember I've heard the, the I've instance, heard it's but, good, but is it still running? New issues? Yeah, it's getting ready to wrap up. Like it's it's been getting ready to wrap up for like a, a while, but they keep adding another trade or another run of of issues or whatever. Uh, and honestly, like I don't mind I just keep throwing them on there, but I think they're finally getting ready to. To cash out on whatever, you know, and I don't know if he's going to start. He seems to have an affinity for writing comics and, and and have a good hold on that type of storytelling, too, which is awesome.
0: You've got to uh, admire a guy who is raised in that type of environment and who decides to strike out on his own. First of all, you know, not to, like you said, ride the coattails of his father's fame. Yeah. I mean, it isn't his fault that it broke publicly, and it had to happen sooner or later. I mean, the dude's a cookie cutter of his dad. Right. I just couldn't rec- you know a cookie cutter image of his father I just couldn't recognize him initially, but um I mean he look at these how many fingers he's got his pie in or how many do how so many pie so much pi pies inside, and inside of so many
1: fingers damn his uh, fingers are
0: full of pie it's like totally. stand by me all over again Absolutely. No, but yeah yeah time. I'm a little punchy folks we're tired we've been working all evening here, so.
1: Um, <laughs> but no, I mean you're absolutely right. Like that dude's got a lot going on. He's he's definitely not writing those coattails. Like he, uh, it, uh, Stephen King's got another son named Owen or whatever. It's just Owen King, and he writes too. But he writes a completely different style of stuff. So I mean, I, you gotta you gotta know that this dude like is writing something. He knows he's writing something similar to you know his dad's style. He just wants to do his own thing, and he I think he did, man. Even though it came out, I mean, it, you know, he's he's talked up on the back of this book by like Neil Gaiman. Uh, you know, as well as, like, the Washington Post and all that other stuff. But, I mean, like, that's a pretty sweet endorsement, man. Neil Gaiman. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and on that, the
0: master, he's still creating. I mean, obviously, he he came out with uh, the book last year. I and mean, um, in the keyhole? 11, tw- well, 11-22-63. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then when did the keyhole so was just recently, hour. within the last few months. And, uh, actually, what comes out next year, I believe, is is um the, a, finally a sequel to the shining
1: yeah many little, years later
0: and i'm trying to find the title here for you but it's going to be oh doctor sleep
1: that's right and at the time like when he announced that and the um uh, the uh, uh dark tower whatever it was, you know, mid midpoint 4.5 or whatever he called it mm, yeah, one uh, in the keyhole, like he he let fans vote on which one he was going to do and I'm glad he went ahead and just did both because like, at yeah. one point he was going to do one or the other but not but it's both, man, we get both
0: I just hope this book is written in the same vein as The Shining because The Talisman was one of my favorite King novels ever and I've read just about everything he's done, I haven't finished the Dark Tower series yet,
1: but I need to you have, haven't yeah, you? Yeah,
0: man But you read The Wind in the Keyhole too?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. Absolutely. Just was like, it awesome? It was. It yeah. was cool. It was not. Um, it was like a story within a story within a story. It's without spoiling anything for you. Yeah. Um, and regardless of whether or not I'm spoiling it for anybody else, uh, it's it's essentially like Roland and Susanna and Eddie and and um, Jake just sit down and oi. Oh, uh, he's Ted, man. That dude's Ted. Uh, oh, sit down tet. yeah, man. And then yeah. they they just like shoot the braid. They do a little storytelling, uh, palaver, whatever, palaver. Awesome. Uh, and so that this is the story within their story. So it doesn't it doesn't do. Do you have all those books at grandma. home? I do, man. We're gonna paper.
0: have to do a little uh, swapping. Yeah, Uh, media swap because you know um, I'm not going to be able to afford anything
1: soon right absolutely dude and uh, honestly fans of the Dark Tower man I got got an 8-tracks page where you can make your own mixtapes and I made a mixtape for like the first four Dark Tower books because he writes a lot of music into those so I I tried to I tried to use what he used and then used other stuff that I thought sort of fit the story uh, we, never, need to, we need to we need to publish
0: it. some of that on the podcast if we get a chance. And
1: I got that same one. too I'm
0: ashamed to say that this is the only one I have right now, but I do have the. They've totally rebuilt the original. That. Yeah, and this is like the original cover of the first paperback of the Gunslinger,
1: and it yeah. reads different now. Like when it, you could, there's there's added paragraphs and stuff, and the I guess they re-release, but that's the one I read, and then I just jumped right into the Jesus
0: copyright 1982. Yeah. It's just ridiculous although he does show some copyright dates back in the 70s but you know I believe he said he wrote didn't he say he wrote the dark he started writing the Dark, dark Tower series and shelved it and went down the Cujo carrie Salem's lot road
1: oh totally and I mean took a big of cocaine break in and whiskey yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: absolutely and you know Dr. Master King, I love you I worship your writing and I'm so glad you've gotten your life turned around. But, you know, if it takes a line or two to write the way you wrote when you wrote Cujo, I'm buying. (laughs) Word. Oh, man, (laughs) we'll get
1: thinner. uh, We got some
0: strawberry pie in the kitchen, baby.
1: Yeah, actually, just talk to your son, man. He's got all the pies. Uh, <laughs> in his fingers. Yes. Yeah, yeah no to, kidding. To go back to that, the reason I pulled this one off the shelf is uh, I got a copy of Horns in my hand, which is the newest book by Joe Hill that came out like a year or so ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, they're making this into a film, dude, and the first screenshots are out. And you know who's playing Egg Parish, the main character, by the way? Uh, no. Da- Harry Potter, man. Daniel Radcliffe i gotta i need to pull it up here real that quick. fits There's man screenshot of homeboy with the horns i think so too i mean he'll be doing an american accent the story uh the brief outline of the story anyway is uh this dude who's who's been uh shunned oh. by his entire <laughs> yeah right well some of those are mocked up but this one's the legit i think they had an entertainment weekly or they will pretty soon or something like that i just saw it online oh, that's today.
0: fucking sweet right
1: uh he looks all grown up. Yeah. What the oh, yeah. hell? This is a good departure. Like I know he did that a uh, Woman in Black or something like that, you know, right after Harry Potter the Victorian uh, ghost story, but this Actually, good. this
0: is a little punk compared to the Woman in Black and even the darkness of the last two Harry Potter films, but have you seen the movie My Boy Jack? No.
1: Is that Oh, that's that's with him playing the Kipling son? War- yeah, wasn't that's right. it Kipling's is, yeah, son? He's Kipling, son?
0: Yeah, yeah, who did die in World War One? He did a great job in that role. I mean, he really. St- and I guess he did uh, Equus on Broadway. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and had to fling his ding ding along all right, around, let kind of the world out. So yeah, uh,
1: yeah, good way to sort of break yourself away from the Harry Potter image. Yeah, they
0: said Harry Potter should have not belonged to Slytherin. He really <laughs> fit in Gryffindor because. Yeah. Wasn't nothing slithering around on the stage. Nice. Oh, man. That's bad. Baron. Sorry, Daniel. Uh, Sorry. But hey, you man, do look man. like a badass as Ig Parish, I've got to say. Thanks for sharing that, dude.
1: Yeah, I thought that was cool.
0: This is why we're here, folks. This is why we're here. But um, I know you had some notes going down. What else you got oh, for shit. us, Max? I don't know
1: what to do with my notes here. We go. <laughs> uh, man, okay, so I mentioned that... Uh... Uh, Neil Gaiman may potentially. Uh, oh well, no, I didn't. But uh, Neil Gaiman may potentially write a uh, new episode of Doctor Who, which will either be later this season, probably not, since that's already in the works. He's gonna to next write. Season, yeah, because he did. Uh, he did the Doctor's Wife, where the Tardis like turned into a. Yeah, team, yeah, have, that's right. Because uh, you was mentioned a sweet episode. You
0: mentioned Peter Jackson might direct. Right.
1: But... Okay. And I had yeah, I had a couple notes on that on that. Uh, Overall, so I mean, if Neil Gaiman writes it, that's awesome. Neil Gaiman, also for the fans, we've been talking about him a lot, but uh, it, it came out of Comic Con, which is a little old now, that he's going to write a new Sandman comic. So, anybody that's oh. read the, the Sandman series, fantastic. Uh, and the fact that there's going to be new material is is freaking great, man. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm be on that right away. Sorry for the page turn there. Uh, and then also for like Doctor Who, uh, people who may direct an episode news. The dude that just directed Looper, which is the new time travel flick right. that I haven't seen yet that looks badass. Um, it wasn't Paul Thomas Anderson. was? No, he's, no. he did that master with... Uh,
0: right, the master, that's what I'm thinking of, with uh, Joaquin Felix. The, yeah, Phoenix? Felix. Uh, which I heard... Sean's a little be, tired, folks. Yeah,
1: man, hey, that's alright, man. Felix. It's cool. Yeah, when yeah, when we Max showed
0: nap? up, I was napping with my brand new granddaughter, so I'm not getting a lot of sleep. But anyway, we're moving along. So he's doing what? What's his next project? Right, so he's uh,
1: he's also expressed an interest in a, uh, directing an episode of Doctor Who, uh, and so like a quote, Man. he says, "What I'd what I'd really kill to try, although it'd be terrifying, because I'm such a big fan of it, Doctor Who." And that's a dude who just put out like a, a time travel movie that's getting rave reviews. So like, if anybody can handle a little more time travel, it's probably do the directing. You know, where... it's funny all these all these people are stepping up because this modern
0: reboot of Doctor Who is just. Taking the world by storm yeah dude. you know you we talk about um for example being human being made in the uk and then being made also as a in a u.s version yeah they will never replicate doctor who doctor who no. is english period exclamation point that's it
1: right I mean, they've been taking shows since like all yeah. in the family man but i mean yeah doctor who is is quintessentially british like that's i don't know uh, Hell yeah,
0: and I think you met, when we were talking the other day, you might have mentioned that um, what da- um, David Tennant might have been the. Or, or no, that Matt Smith was the only doctor to shoot in the U.S., or what was it? Yeah, I think so, because I think uh,
1: when Tenet Tenet shot an episode, they shot that one where they were in New York. The Depression? Yeah, Yeah. that wasn't shot in the U.S. Andrew Garfield, the the new Spider-Man, was building the... I think they they got shots, you know, they got stock footage, and then they shot that Uh, thing in Cardiff, man. So they shot that whole thing in a park in Cardiff, and it just, like, super... See, I wanted to ask you about
0: that. Because I was like, well, they, they, they pretended they were in, you know... In Central Park. But Matt Smith and them
1: of course came, you know, here for came to Utah last year and then came to uh came to New York, man, for the, yeah. the newest Angels Take Manhattan. Word which, uh, is he
0: wants to be um he wants to be a movie star, you know, a Hollywood movie star. Oh, right on, okay. But yeah, Angels Take Manhattan, did you see it? Yes, sir. You
1: were right. It, it was, was
0: the biggest yeah, fucking
1: man. weeping angel I've ever seen in my life. You just saw big ass teeth behind everybody, <laughs> and then they turn around, and it was like the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, state Puff it, of Liberty or whatever. The end yeah. of that was sad, though, man. That was that was a when Amy just steps back into the fingertip of the yep. angel or whatever it was and gets zapped. Yeah, I right. knew she had to stay with Rory. It's not like she's gonna like be like, all right, well, well. You know, first uh, of
0: all, uh, they jump off the goddamn building, and I'm like, man. Then right. you got to go through it again because. Rory's standing in front of the headstone. He's like, Amy, look at this. There's somebody with my name. And then, right. boom, he's
1: gone. They're all like, let's go get some pancakes or whatever it was. You know, everything's going to be yeah. cool. And then it's like, everything's not going to be cool. Uh, and Matt
0: Smith did a great job in that episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely, dude. I mean, and uh, they, they quickly explain away why he can't come back. You know, because we were talking about that, too. Like, what, what stops Doctor Who from seeing anybody ever again? Uh, obviously crossing the time streams, because you never cross streams, dude. Uh, <laughs> Anywhere. You yeah, never yeah. ever cross dreams. Absolutely. Uh, we learned that in Ghostbusters and it holds true today. Uh, uh, wait,
0: should I learned that in preschool. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. A uh, little bastard waiting. wanted to cross dreams. I told him now I'm still a little traumatized by it.
1: Well, it's hey, it's okay, man. Uh, you cry right here <laughs> on my shoulder. Uh, but uh well okay and the other thing, like I thought River Song was super strong in this episode, man. Broke her own yeah, wrist, to get out of the grasp. Yeah, of the that was angel. crazy. Uh and I didn't get that. Like uh and doc- doctor
0: just like grabs her yeah, wrist. He's like, Come
1: on, let's go. <sighs> that was yeah, that The is, thing uh,
0: the, the only dynamic that continually threw me off ever you know, since we found out that um that River Song was their daughter, Melody right. is the interaction between her and the ponds, well, we call them the ponds, but they were technically they were the Williamses,
1: right, yeah,
0: but uh because i know I know that I know that uh River song has some psychological issues, sure, shall we say, but really, until that last episode, we didn't see much of much expression of emotion for the loss of her parents, you know, right, I mean the doctor apologizing and saying you know, like I'm sorry how insensitive of me those were your parents but that was just kind of a weird dynamic, you
1: know. Well, and coming. I mean, like everything in her life is so mixed. She's living her romance with the doctor backwards, you I know, know, and everything. She's she's spent years brand. Hello, sweetie. And all this stuff. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. How about uh, what was it? Uh, Yaoza, right, or something like that. Was <laughs> written on, written on some. Was that cool stuff. or what? Yeah, that, that was great. Just their little communication between the the centuries, the millennia, whatever.
0: But when he tore that last page out and threw it in the basket, I told my son, "I'm like, he shouldn't have done that. He's going to want that page." and uh that was the the right.
1: ending written by Amy, but he couldn't have gotten that page until afterward you know it had to happen I know. Way. uh but yeah, absolutely It's it, that page you knew it would come in hand you know it would you know its relevance would be evident at some point, it sure was
0: Moffat wrote uh, that episode, correct,
1: yeah, I think so and
0: Moffat have... masterpiece yeah. because that dude I mean yeah, we've got you can get Peter Jackson. Directing and Neil Gaiman writing, but Stephen Moffat does pretty damn okay on his own.
1: With the overall arcs and stuff, the the things that need to happen in the series, you got to have Moffat. Man, the other stuff is good for, you know, just uh, standalone episodes, things like that. Like the Doctor, the yeah, the Doctor's wife, the Gaiman episode. Yep, has written. no bearing on the overall. But I mean, it's it was sweet. Written know?
0: by showrunner Stephen Moffat.
1: Here it is, also of Sherlock.
0: Yep. Yeah, dude. Sherlock is bad to the b- b- bone.
1: Projected to come back in like the fall of 2013, so like not till forever.
0: And you know, I don't think they ever intended to do, to do more than one series. Is you know kind of the rumors I heard. Yeah, it went gangbusters because I've bought both of the the series, and they're only three episodes each, but. For the money I paid for him, I considered a good. Uh,
1: you know, there are many movies, man. I mean, each one's ninety minutes instead of you know sixty or whatever instead of forty-five. So I mean, you're you're definitely you're getting something of quality there too. Right. Man. Plus, you get Martin Freeman, who's been like in every sweet-ass franchise ever. He <laughs> yeah. Hitchhiker's guy. You know, I mean, he's yeah. gonna be in The Hobbit now. I know. Uh, he's part of everything, man. So.
0: Uh, um, last last topic. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. I don't know. I can't recall whether you said you'd seen it or not. But the new Tim Burton version of Dark Shadows that came out on DVD yesterday. No,
1: I mean I haven't watched it. Uh, it's it's still something I want to check out. Although I'm a little like what's uh, the
0: word on the street, relax? Max,
1: about it? Well, like I mean, I think uh, the re- everybody, not everybody, but people will tell you that it tanked. And I think the reason that it didn't do as well as they had hoped, uh, or at least from what it sounds like to me, somebody who has not seen the film. <laughs> uh just to be clear is that uh you know all the trailers you see play it up as a comedy and so you know the the fallout came from like oh it's gonna be this funny thing that tim burton did and it's gonna have johnny depp being like cute and you know goofy vampire dude yeah and it's like it ended up being closer to the show and kind of dark and dramatic with a few like funny point or things that might make you smirk not even laugh out loud funny so i think they did the mistake was that they build that thing as a comedy
0: things that make you go
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah yeah Yeah. exactly so like uh although
0: although one of the trailers has a you know some fairly dark content yeah but like we were discussing earlier off mic generally if the critics totally pan something like shit can it i'm eager to see it because nine times out of ten i've found myself enjoying massively films that the critics have panned
1: yeah well yeah I mean that's the thing Like critics are critics uh, Even us Like we'll sit here and, and you know Say shit's cool Or shit sucks And it's you know You still gotta check it out For yourself They're called opinions yeah, yeah exactly man Everybody's got one uh, Just like asshole You know whatever uh, We all we all got them And that's uh,
0: debatable You should get uh, them You ever checked out Mr. Potato Head Uh, Yeah, man, but his whole body... Spud does not have an asshole. The whole,
1: like, the new one's... The back opens up. That is not an asshole. I don't know.
0: There are muscles in the asshole, Max.
1: It's called a sphincter. We'll make it new the sphincter says what? What? (laughs) What are you saying? No, it's... It's usually like, uh, <laughs> hey, let's make a Mr. Potato Head, right? We get like a little, a little plastic mold or whatever, We'll just mold him a bottle.
0: We could make the plastic yeah. asshole. Yeah. Market the shit out of that thing.
1: Yeah. Once we get the plastic Smacks. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: uh, we've created our blog, by the way, folks. At, um, I think it was at SmacksCast dot. Wordpress. WordPress dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put an initial blog uh, post out there. Um, we'll be posting regularly, and once we get all this shit figured out, we're going to have our podcast available, Miracle of Miracles. This one may be, may be a week old by the time we, we get it out there, but uh, we're going to try to follow up and podcast every week because there are plenty of things to talk about. This industry, These multiple industries that we enjoy, you know, music, books, DVDs, movies same thing damn I'm tired um pie in the fingers that shit changes every week assholes on Mr. Potato Head yeah it's an you know it's an idea
1: the beast never it's speaks, an idea. man for sure it's yeah it's always ongoing
0: power tool little thread maybe fishing line you got a nice tight potato head asshole yeah and um but yeah check out the, the blog um, Kung Fu and, Grip <laughs> They'll call it.
1: <laughs> I think that one's taken, but uh, you know, I think we could. Uh, we yeah, can you up see, with something like that? Uh,
0: Potato Head got that fun- funny, fucked up smile on the front,
1: and he's holding a pair of
0: nunchucks in his asshole.
1: Yes, sir. In the rear, just <laughs> cutting cigars and shit with it. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it's, uh, we're working on that independently, but. Uh...
0: But anyway, folks, it was good talking to you. Sorry. Um, oh, let me throw one more thing in there, man. Okay, sorry. cool. Uh,
1: I, I let you launch another wrap-up before I did it. Uh, I have one more thing in my notes about, I wasn't uh, going to rap. About walk- oh, sorry. We're not rapping. I was
0: going to beatbox.
1: Yes. A little scat. Like, <laughs> Hey, man. Yeah. I got no flow to go over that, though. I like how it fizzled out. <laughs> uh, that was Mr. Potato Head right there. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. That was, <laughs> you fun. know, flat. That was uh, called the uh, little chicken wings on a string Friday yeah. night at Buffalo. <laughs> Damn. Go ahead. God,
1: as as messed up as that is. I need chicken some wings sleep sound pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh your walking dead news, man. This is stay uh the uh AMC like Dish, the people the subscribers the subscribers of Dish Network already know this, but uh your AMC has been dropped, man. I don't have Dish Network myself. Uh, but if I did, I would be complaining to somebody. Like, apparently, uh, anybody subscribes to the Dish Network no it, longer it, has the not Haven't
0: they been adding it and dropping it and adding it and dropping it? Oh, that's possible, too. It's,
1: again, I mean, I'm not familiar because I'm not a... Maybe
0: that's with DirecTV or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I've but heard I mean, the whole
1: controversy t- t- with... Because, uh, yeah, I mean, like, they probably up. got a, a million... Uh, top model, you know, whatever. Yeah, reality, are, crap. Sure, which are somebody's favorite shows or whatever. But I mean, like, AMC puts My out wife. quality shows. So <laughs> it's got something you like, right? And it probably has some kind of top model or reality type stuff. But it's got, like, Breaking Bad, Mad Men. Uh, I guess The Killing was pretty cool. i have yet to check yep. that out. Uh, and, and the fucking Walking Dead, dude. So uh, AMC has decided to live stream for people who had Dish Network uh, the first episode of of the new series of Walking Dead like you'll be able to get on there I maybe verify somehow that you had Dish and can't access it now and for that first episode they're going to let you watch it when everybody else watches it oh. but it's only the first episode I think so, so they then strongly set the hook and you, then fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they I, that's, switch over
0: that's one of those you gotta be cruel to be kind yeah but, but I think uh, that's a cool
1: move on AMC's part they don't have to do anything you know it's they're just it is product. but they,
0: if they, they need to stream all of them for them if they're going to do it right like that and you know Cause it's not these folks' fault that fucking Dish Network, you know. Right. Just well, I think like of... I think
1: their move is like to get enough people to to do that to then either switch, which switch, is yeah. AMC's message to Dish Network, or enough people to get on there and bitch about it to to Dish Network so that they re-add it, you know, <clears> whatever. Throat> but throat> either way, like they send a powerful message by doing this to Dish. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if anybody's switching, you know, if if Dish is Subscribership or you know or whatever uh, for, you know drops off after that day by any amount, it's going to be a big kick in the ass, yeah. uh, as it should be, man. So I don't yeah, know, that's a bad to deal.
0: Um, I think next podcast, Max, we're going to be cracking a beer. I think that seems appropriate. We're, yeah, we sit good. back and you know that way you've got the squeaky chair, you've got paper, you've got keyboards, you've got occasional beatboxing, you've got misstatements, and you've got. Pop top on a beer bottle.
1: Yeah, man. And potentially a good um, beer review. Like, this Natty Light has smooth, and that flavor. And you that's know, no Hell,
0: PBR, dude. There you go. That's You know, and that's all from our um, sound effects department. Those folks are working diligently behind the scenes to make sure that you think we're a bunch of fuck-ups. Absolutely. But, I'm telling you right now, we're not. We're just uh, rank amateurs who are trying to do something we enjoy, and I hope that eventually... You folks can say that you enjoy it and that uh, you feel like we have something to say about these subjects. But for tonight, I think we're going to check out. And once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Max. And uh, thanks for listening to this uh, SMAX Cast 1.5. That's right. Thanks. Max and Sean out. <laughs>